How's it going, everyone? This is Brad Williams with Over 40 Fitness Hacks. I have my new season co-star with me, Jessica Reed. How's it going, Jessica? Hey, Brad. I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me on. Absolutely. Thank you. Uh, so uh, this uh, episode, just like always, always wanted to get kind of an overview of how you got into the business, uh, your business name, um, and you know, I don't know how far, how many years back you want to go. Everyone is different, but uh, I'll let you take it away. Sure. Yeah. So I am a solopreneur, uh, weight loss coach specifically for women. My business is called the Keto Fit. So that's where you can find me pretty much everywhere. I'm at the Keto Fit. Um, so give me a follow and I would love to help however I can. But yeah, I'm excited to share my story today. I actually struggled with weight pretty much my entire life from as far back as I can remember, I was an overweight child. And to make matters a little bit more pronounced, I'm actually a twin. So I oh. have a fraternal twin sister. Um, we don't look alike. Of course, we're fraternal. But nonetheless, people would always compare us. And so I tend to favor my mom. She tends to favor my dad. And, you know, growing up in the 1980s, people were a lot different um, sensitivity wise about your weight back then. And mm -hmm. really, people would just walk right up to us and say to my mom, oh, look, that's so funny. They don't look anything alike. She's the tall, skinny one. And she's the short, fat one. <laughs> me, uh, the short, fat one. Yes. Yeah. And so you can only imagine how scarring this was to me as a child thinking, God, what is wrong with me? And, you know, my mom, of course, this was the 1980s during the low fat craze. Everything was um, eat less fat and do more exercise. Mm -hmm. And so that's what my mom was always trying to get me to do. She enlisted me into every single sport. Meanwhile, I'm the least athletic person on the planet. My sister <laughs> is super athletic and I'm just like, want nothing to do with it. But she's making me run all around these soccer fields and, you know, basketball courts and everything to try to help me lose weight. And she put me on a diet. The, the earliest that I can remember, I was seven years old. And I'll never forget this. We had a babysitter come over to the house. And my mom had a whiteboard on the front of the refrigerator. And on the whiteboard, she had written Julie's snacks, my sister, okay. Je Jessica's snacks. And so it was divided oh. down the middle. And on Julie's snacks, this was for the babysitter to know what we, what we yeah. were allowed to have. On Julie's side, it said ice cream. And on my Skittles side, and <laughs> yeah. So Julie could have ice cream. I could only have low fat frozen yogurt. Julie could have potato chips. I could only have pretzels. So of course, all the fat free foods were the things that she was making me eat. And bless this babysitter. I'll never forget. But as soon as my mom left the house, she was like, do you guys want to have a snack? And we, were, I was like, yeah. And so she just starts giving me whatever I'm not supposed to have. And I'm like, did you see the list? I'm not supposed to have that. She's like, that's a bunch of crap, you know, <laughs> <Forget> <laughs> best babysitter ever. <laughs> yes, I know. I loved her so much. But all of these are just examples of how pronounced this became in my life. Um, and of course, I was made fun of in school and all these, you know, things that kids can be so mean. Um, but by the time I hit puberty, I basically made it my mission in life. Like, I don't want to be overweight anymore. And so I did resort to some, you know, unhealthy things. My mom taught me to count calories. So yeah. I basically was like, how little can I eat in a day? You know, when I'm like 12 or 13 years old, I was the, the kid that was like watching that episode of full house where DJ is like, you know, becoming the anorexic or believing <laughs> yeah. or whatever. And I'm like, Oh, I should try that. You know, instead of like the lesson of like, lesson Don't do watching this. The show. <laughs> no, I was like, Oh, okay. Let me try that. <laughs> so yeah, unfortunately I, I got there through very unhealthy means, but I did reach a healthy weight, like a normal weight. 
Um, however, I continued to always see myself as being overweight from the time I, you know, yeah. hit puberty. I was just looking around at all the girls that were like smaller than me that had a smaller bone structure. They were much shorter than me, whatever. And I'm comparing myself to them, even though I was in a healthy BMI. Basically, this became the lens or the filter through which I saw myself and saw the entire world. And so I was always preoccupied with every single day of my life, having a running total of the calories that I had consumed in my mind. It was relentless. I was always anxious about eating with other people, all these things. This continued all the way through my mid twenties. So I stayed at generally a healthy weight for all of that time. But on the inside, in my mind, I was just so, of course I wasn't healthy. I wasn't getting enough protein. I wasn't, you know, paying attention to macronutrients, anything like that. The only thing I cared about was the number on the scale and ate like total crap, whatever. So basically um, in my mid twenties, I went through kind of a traumatic experience and I became very depressed and I packed on 40 pounds in the course of a year. And so at that point in my life, I truly was overweight and it was very painful. I was, I was hiding out from my life. I was literally turning down invitations. You know, when people would want me to go out somewhere with them, I would try on like eight different outfits and just cry and want to give up. Like having gained those 40 pounds, I truly was overweight and, you know, hiding out from my life and turning down invitations and crying after trying on multiple outfits and all these things. And I was at a point of desperation, uh, November 8th, 2013 was the day that I started eating low carb Atkins. And the reason why I chose Atkins being three weeks before Thanksgiving, I did not intend for it to be long-term. I just wanted it to be a short way for me to lose 10 pounds as quickly as possible. Because when I was in high school, that's what I saw my mom do whenever she wanted to lose five pounds in the course of a week. Now I understand how it works and everything. The water weight is just coming (laughs) off, but my mom would lose five pounds in a week on Atkins. And then she would eat pizza on the weekend. And of course, you know, just approach it as a temporary, um, you know, diet. It was not at all healthy or a lifestyle. And I didn't care about whether it was healthy or not. I just wanted to lose 10 pounds as quickly as possible. So sure enough, I did lose those 10 pounds in two weeks. And what I did not expect though, was how incredible I felt. Like I felt so vastly different. And the biggest thing for me was actually what I would say um, was food freedom in my mind for the first time ever. I felt satiety from food for the first time in my entire life. And that felt like such a magical euphoric experience to me that inside within two weeks, I was like, I'm never going back. Like I was just completely sold hook, line and sinker convinced. And I ate keto even on Thanksgiving. Everybody thought I was nuts, but I was taking it too far. Granted, of course, I had done all these bad diets before, so I can't really blame them, but I just never looked back. And now it's been eight years. Um, I did reach my goal weight. I lost those 40 pounds plus another 10, probably by the May after that. So about seven months, I was down about 50 pounds, but I just kept it up forever because I say keto is my form of self-care. I just really feel at my best. And so, yeah, it's been eight years and counting. Wow. When did you change uh, from just the low carb and start studying the keto and be like, oh, that's what I'm doing. And then start researching that. Yeah, actually, it was probably not until um, maybe like middle to end of 2014, I think is when keto really started to become more popular, like as the word, a ketogenic diet. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was doing Atkins and Atkins is a multi-phased low carb diet. And so it's four phases, but the initial phase is called induction. And it's very low carb. Like he recommends 20 net carbs of, um, 20 net carbs per day. And so of course 
I was reading like the 2001 version of this. There were no keto products on the market like there are today. There were some Atkins products, but it basically, when you were counting that carbs, it was mainly coming from fruits and vegetables. So, um, but that's what I, I didn't realize that I was doing a keto diet, but he did mention the word ketosis. So I was like, okay, but in the book, because this was written in 2001, he was like, you know, you should do this for two weeks, but really you shouldn't do it for more than six months. Like, because I just don't think they had the information back yeah. then about how long would it be healthy and whatever. So in the back of my mind, I was like, oh God, I only have six months to do this. And then <laughs> like, but at a certain point I trusted my intuition and just kept going with it. I was like, I'm healthier than I've ever been. Okay. Dr. Atkins said not to go more than six months in ketosis, but I'm just going to keep going and see what happens. And of course, everybody's fine. I'm fine. <laughs> that, the, all, you know, anyone that writes anything like that, you know, they, they know there's not enough research on there. So that's their bailout is just yes. stop, them, stop them at this, give them a break and then put them back on. We don't know why, yes. but it'll, you know, they, all they see is, you know, lawsuits down the road. So Exactly. Yeah. So as the keto diet was becoming more popular and I was learning about it, I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, that's actually what I'm doing. And so then I started, of course, digging into more of the research as it was coming out. And I'm such a nerd for all of these things. So I was just always consuming information through blogs and, you know, then when podcasts became popular, binging all of those. So yeah, I'm a total nerd for this stuff. That's awesome. Well, uh, Jessica, um, thank you for being on our show and, um, for all our listeners listening, what's what's the best way to get a hold of you? Try out that program if they're interested. I'm sure you have a website, social media contacts. Mm-hmm. Yep, I'm at theketofit.com and I have an inquiry form right there. If you're interested, I do a completely free curiosity call. So we'll get on the phone and I can tell you about the different offerings that I have. But also, I just love to give free custom keto advice to people. Like truly, I just love to listen to your story and try to like, if nothing else, give you like at least one tip that you can take away from that and one new strategy to try because a lot of times women come to me and they're just so frustrated because what they were doing before all of a sudden stopped working. Right. And so that happens a lot. And then I can, I can point you in the the next right step, or I can listen and maybe like, what are you regularly eating? And I can just point out like a little pitfall, like, Oh, did you know that like Splenda packets have one carb per packet and you're eating like 10 a day, you might want to like liquid (laughs) sucralose instead. Like that's like, you know, it can be a game changer for some people. So I would love to just listen and give you some free keto advice as well. So yeah, just head on over to my website. You can read about my offerings. You can put in a form to do a, a free call. And then also, if you want to um, join the online course, it, again, that's at theketofit.com slash mindset. And you can follow me on um, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. I'm at the keto fit and get in my DMs and we can just talk there as well. Awesome. And, and to everybody, you know, I've done a lot of self-education and anyone can learn whatever they want on YouTube, Google, going to classes and everything, but God, it's so much easier just going to one source yeah. Where everything's listed beautifully and perfectly. So you don't deviate, you don't mess up. So yeah. that's kind of my pitch of why, like, you know, paying for certain courses for that. So you don't have to sit there and scavenge the earth for all this info. It's so true. Um, so for all our audience, they know I always put all those links and everything in the description too. So I can just click on it and get to you. But uh, Jessica, thank you for your time and love having you on the show. And I'm for sure I'll get you back on in uh, probably six months or so and see where, what you're good. doing. Thanks, Brad. I appreciate it. You got it.